Hey everybody, welcome to another exciting episode of the Evangelion Podcast You Cannot Rewatch. I'm David. And I am Dylan. And uh, we are uh, recording from the same location again, so hopefully the audio is all okay. Because uh, that's, that's what we're doing. Yep. Normally I have different audio tracks, so hopefully everything sounds good on the single track. Um, so we're talking about episode 20, uh, so make sure you're, you know, rewatch that and everything. I get tired of saying that. You know the drill. But, uh, you know the drill. Um, but if you're unfamiliar with this episode, if you just want us to remind you what it is, it's the one where uh, Shinji is trapped inside of the Evangelion in the Sea of LCL or whatever. Um, you can leave that open if you want. I don't care. Oh, I was going to go to the Ava Geeks website. Okay, well, that works too. Um, but uh, So Dylan's going to pull that up in case we need to reference that. But uh, So this episode, I don't know how to talk about this episode, I guess. I kept The whole time we were watching it, we just watched it. Um, I, I was trying to think about what to say about this one because it's pretty – sorry, there might be some noise on the mic there because Dylan's fucking everything up. Sorry. Um, but uh, go for it. It's uh, – I just – I don't know what to say about this one. It's it's a weird one. Um, I think after the craziness of the last couple episodes in terms of like what happens in the story, this one is very crazy like more internally. Uh, it's similar in some ways to episode 16 because Shinji is once again trapped inside a location and it's more like him being introspective and reflective of his life and what life is. It's a pretty existential episode. Yeah, it's very ex- a lot of psychological kind of stuff to it. Yeah. Um, so in some ways that makes it harder to talk about. I guess we should get used to talking about this because we're going to talk about End of Evangelion and it's mm-hmm. two hours of that. Um, I guess we'll start with, I guess, the episode opening. It opens up with... Um, I don't remember if this was the actual first shot or not. I think, well, first of all, we get like a recap of what happened just in case you forgot. Um, he ate it. Uh, but then there's a, a Sele meeting where this is, I think the first, I think this might be the first time we've seen a Sele meeting without Gendo at all. I think so. Yeah. It's just Sele talking about Gendo and they have some kind of weird analogy about putting a bell around his neck that goes <laughs> yeah. on for way too long. Well, what's the point of a bell if it doesn't ring? <laughs> well, next time we'll listen closely to the bell. <laughs> what's the point of this analogy without the point? <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, basically they're just saying Gendo's obviously up to something, which is not what we want him to be up to. Um, then we find out, you know, unit one's being restrained now and it looks a little bit different than we remember it because it's, uh, got like a, what would you call that? Bandages? Bandages, I guess. There's Um, like symbols on the bandages. Is that like important for anything or is that just... Oh, is there symbols on the... Yeah, see there's like things on it. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, we got the image pulled up, but I, I don't know. Um, but anyways, we learned Shinji is trapped inside of his Evangelion. Uh, you know, I think we mentioned that that was going to happen last week, but obviously this is a rewatch, so hopefully you knew that. Um, but that's what happens when, uh, your sync ratio is at 400% or at least around that. I don't know if it could happen before that too, but basically, you know, when you're synced up too much with an Ava, you literally fuse with it. Like you literally become a part of it. And that's what's happened to Shinji. And they say that his body essentially deconstructed and that it's all of the elements of his body are still floating around in the LCL, I guess, but they're like, they dematerialized, I guess. How would you describe that? Like, yeah, is that I the best guess... way to describe that? D deatomized or something yeah, I, de-atomized sounds... I don't know um but apparently like every you know every cell or whatever is still in there they're just in a deconstructed format so they attempt to reconstruct him um interesting thing about asuka's character we see her reaction and she doesn't seem at all upset that shinji's uh up, you know in a bunch of goo no but she's very upset that she um was completely powerless against the angel, and once again Shinji came and saved the day, because you know, of course, Asuka's 
Asuka validates her entire existence based around being a naval pilot, which is kind of what Shinji does too. Yeah. But Asuka considers that the only purpose of her life. Life, yeah. And she is now facing the fact that her life has no purpose because the only thing that she had going for her is no longer there. Well, I feel like it's too, it's like she's the only pilot right now who's not injured at all. So it probably even injures her pride even more because it makes it seem like all the other ones had to protect her and like got hurt just trying to protect That's her. That's true, she yeah. She was the first one yeah. and she was the most useless. Yeah. Um, I, this isn't really hinted at, but I, I would imagine that some of that is her legitimately concerned about Shinji and maybe even Rei, but she would never admit that. No. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that's rolled up in there somewhere, but uh, I mean, again, it, it she's literally facing her, the fact that her entire existence has no purpose. Mm-hmm. Um which I guess is kind of what Shinji deals with in a minute. But um, there's a lot of... I wrote down Shinji's science shit. They have a big conversation about <laughs> like what it means that Shinji is in this form or whatever. Um, there's a lot of words in this episode that they use that I don't think are words. Real worry words? Uh, I, the problem I had is I, I normally uh, watch it dubbed. Yeah. So that one scene where people are like shadowed out and they're talking, I didn't know who was saying whatever. It was, like, so confusing. Oh, yeah. Because I'm not used to their voice acting in Japanese. Yeah. Uh, I'm not either, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I don't, I, you know, to me, this is probably going to sound racist. It all kind of sounds the same. same. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's just how it is. And, I, yeah, I haven't really been able to, <clears throat> to to get a distinction between their voices. And it doesn't help that they're speaking a different language. Like, if they were speaking English with those same voices, I could probably tell them apart. But it's already so confusing to hear words I don't know. I'm not really paying attention to who's saying them. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, one thing I want to point out, Shinji starts to have some like uh, hallucinations or visions or whatever you would want to call it. Um, he's essentially just going through his mind and pulling up imagery uh, while he's in this state that he's in. But uh, he gets several shots of a, of the, a beach, which is a beach we see in End of Evangelion. Um, but... Uh, I didn't. This is also the beach in the recent short film "Until You Come to Me," and this is something we wouldn't have picked up if this hadn't happened recently. But I just thought that was really interesting because yeah, I, I think that same shot is in End of Evangelion. I think it's been a while since I watched it, but it's really interesting that that shot from the short film is also here in episode twenty. Well, so even anybody some, that rewatched this probably noticed that. Even some of like because they have a bunch of montage of images afterwards too. Yeah. Even the way those images kind of. Came it's pretty about, reminiscent. It was very yeah. reminiscent of that short film. Yeah, I think that actually has some. I mean, I guess you could argue that that happens in End of Evangelion, too. So maybe it's more being inspired by that. But, you know, this episode actually has a lot of parallels, I think, to End of Evangelion. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think that's interesting. It, it, I'm sure anybody else who, who watched this uh, recently after watching that short film probably picked up on that, too. But uh, I guess in another way, this is pretty parallel to End of Evangelion. Once again, Shinji has, just as he will in the movie, um, become one with uh, the LCL with his Ava. And, of course, in End of Evangelion, he becomes one with everybody. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a very similar situation because Shinji essentially doesn't want to go back to regular life, but ultimately decides to. Uh, so this pretty much foreshadows, I guess, the ending mm-hmm. of End of Evangelion, which is something I didn't appreciate the first time I watched the show. It was on a rewatch. Actually, this is an episode uh, I totally forgot happened. Oh, yeah. yeah when I rewatched the show, I was like, wait, there was an episode halfway through the show where Shinji, would, where that happened to him? Because yeah, I remember that happened in End of Evangelion. Yeah. But yeah, I totally forgotten about that. Same here. I, I didn't even realize till this episode now. Yeah, and I think too, like, you know, we benefit from doing uh, a week apart for each episode. When I watched the show, it was marathon style. Yeah. And so with how crazy episode nineteen was, 
I was still thinking about all of that stuff. This episode was kind of a blur to me, I think, right. uh, because there had been so much in the last couple of episodes. This is a show it's not necessarily best to marathon just because so much happens that you need to kind of take in mm-hmm. and, and give yourself time, especially the first time you watch yeah, definitely, it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but, yeah, so Cindy starts questioning some stuff. You know, what's the what's the point of doing anything? Like, what's the point of existing? Like, what, what am I existing for? And he starts questioning stuff about his enemies. Like, why are we fighting the angels? And then he realizes that he kind of views the true enemy as his father. Uh, there's some stuff with that. Outside of uh, Shinji's head or whatever you want to call it, um, they talk a little bit about the reconstruction experiment that they're trying to do. And they mention that it was done 10 years ago, which, of course, we know was Yui, Yu- Shinji's mom. Mm-hmm. But I guess they don't flat out say that. But, uh, of course, she was uh, merged into the Ava originally, and um, they tried. To, I guess they tried to get her out. Um, I still... It's been a while, so I don't totally remember... Didn't did Yui want to go in? Maybe they never say this. Did Yui want to go into Unit One? Because I was under the impression she did. Um, I think it's really confusing. I think in the series it's kind of confusing, but I think in the rebuilds they definitely make it seem like she did it on purpose. Yeah, but I wonder if that's how it was in the show too, and like nobody else wanted that. Like she didn't tell Gendo she was going to do that, and so that's why he tried to get her out. But I always got the impression like she did that yeah. for the cause. I think I think that she did, and I think maybe it kind of is hard to pick up on. So maybe that's why they made it so obvious in the rebuild. That could be yeah. That she like, um, kind of like sacrificed herself. Yeah. But I I don't know uh, if anybody knows for sure. Let us know. Um, but uh, yeah, um, there's a I wrote uh, the, there's like a sequence where Shinji starts imagining all the girls of the show or the three main girls he's interested in romantically or sexually, whatever you want to call it offering him sex uh they have no nipples in this scene no uh which we were commenting on when we were watching <laughs> um i guess that i i my guess is that that's a rating thing because like because we pointed out like in the movie and in the rebuilds they have nipples so could you just not show that on tv if they had nipples but like in the movie it's a movie so it's okay since it's not aired on television i don't know is that something we need to talk about <laughs> probably <laughs> not but we did i'd let you know um, this episode's going but i mean pretty much that scene is just um you know what shinji would well i mean he's 14 when you're 14 if there's a hot girl in your life you're gonna try to you know you're gonna imagine that stuff and and desire that stuff even though you don't understand it at all and i mean even when shinji's faced with that stuff like when he tries to just kiss asuka like that's a nightmare like yeah when you're 14 you want that stuff but at the same time you really don't because like it's so intimidating yeah um it kind of makes one too is like is that kind of like the whole like instrumentality thing kind of like telling you to be a part like trying to persuade you like would that be like the ava trying to be like hey you know stick with oh me maybe kind of yeah maybe it's using the imagery of these three girls yeah to be like hey don't you want because they all say like don't you want to be a part of me wouldn't that be amazing and stuff like that that's true yeah i wonder if that is maybe it, it taking a form and, and trying to convince you but on the other hand in this case it's not all of instrumentality it's just his mom right and it always seems like his mom doesn't want to influence him but she wants that's to true. give him the power to choose so it's possible uh but i don't know or maybe she knew that how bad he was with ladies. He's like, I'm going to scare him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, then just a, a brief thing. And I guess this is kind of what we're saying. Like, if, if this is Shinji's mom presenting this imagery or whatever it is presenting this imagery, if it's just Shinji's internal thoughts uh, materializing this stuff uh, in images, all of the girls say, what do you wish? Misato, Ray, and Asuka say it. And then a fourth figure says it. Um, which seems to be an Evangelion, I guess, hmm. I guess this unit, I, I've always assumed that shot is 
meant to represent Yui. But it's it's just like a, a it's a flash. Uh, you might have missed it. Uh, I'll try to put like a, a put it in the description, the image. Um, but it's it's interesting. It's I don't really have much else to say about it. But it's just an interesting thing to see in there. Uh, right after that, Misato they they open up the um, the uh, what's it called entry plug and it, all the stuff spills out. And since Shinji was all inside of that, now that it's all spilled out, like there's gonna be no way to con- reconstruct him. But uh, he manages to pull himself out of it, I guess. Um, again, this is kind of foreshadowing the stuff in End of Evangelion, but in that, he kind of uh, gets the motivation to do it, and in mm-hmm. this, it, it just kind of... It almost seems like it kind of happens. Like, he doesn't seem as motivated to come back. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll yeah, go. Yeah. But um, during that stuff, he, he definitely senses his mom. He, he smells a scent, and uh, he realizes that it's his mom, and, you know, this is where we get the impression that Shinji's mom is inside of Unit 1. I guess we kind of got that in 16. That kind of happened in 16, I forgot. But uh, this is just more of that. Um, we get a, a brief co- uh, snippet of a conversation that I assume Shinji would have overheard. Or no, he couldn't have overheard because it, it was before he was born, where his mom and dad are talking about what they would name the baby. I guess that could have been after he was born. No, it would have been. No, it wouldn't have been because they say if it was a girl. Yeah. And if it was after he was born, I think they would have known by that point. But uh, I guess he's maybe either triggering a false memory or somehow triggering one of his mom's memories since she's in there too. That's true. Because this comes up earlier in the show too, doesn't it? I don't think so. I think this is oh, the only time huh. this line is okay. said is when uh, yeah they say if they would have a son, they'd name it Shinji, and if it was a girl, Rei, um, which is interesting. And, of course, you know, I guess on the first watch, we haven't really confirmed that Rei is, like, created by Gendo. Mm-hmm. But uh, knowing that now, obviously, he did ha- choose to have a girl in a way and did name her Rei. Um, well, that it kind of made it sound like too when Shinji's just like you didn't need me around because you always had Ray. Yeah. Does that mean was there ever a point when Shinji was little that Ray was also around? Yeah. You see little girl Ray, so he's familiar that Ray. Yeah, that happens. Um, but I assume it seems like most of what Shinji remembered at that time was repressed. Uh, because he was there, or no, maybe maybe I am wrong about that. I think I'm getting a couple scenes mixed up from the flashback episode. Because Shinji was there when his mom was put into the to the unit because he saw it. He just repressed the memory. Um, and then I guess it would have been a while before Ray was created. Shin- I don't know, but Shinji was very young. He, I think he was four when his mom went into the Ava. So I don't think he ran away at four. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how long it was between that and when Ray was created. Ray won. Right. Um, if he was around her, he obviously repressed the memory because he didn't really know that. And maybe maybe when he says that line, like you are always a replacement for me, he's remembering that finally. Right. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Either he's remembering it or he's kinda of letting out what he always kinda of resented about Ray when he saw yeah, when he first, Yeah. Like yeah, that. the first time when there's that scene when he sees them talking and mm-hmm. she smiles yeah. and he's like a fucking bitch. Yep. Um But uh then uh, Misato goes to Bang Kaji. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a scene. This is definitely <laughs> a scene. This yeah, I don't know. Um It's a it's a weird scene that I don't understand the purpose of it, other than letting you know that they're banging, which you could probably already assume. Yeah, well, it's just, I mean, it's obviously to let you know, it, you know, there's some information traded back and forth, and Kaji obviously gives something to Misato. Looks like a pill. I assume there's some kind of data inside, but it's apparently all the information he has learned about nerve and, and everything. But he tries to give it to her weird. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't just hand it to her. He tries to put it somewhere, I guess. 
What, what, what kind of pill is like, it's a pill that has data in it to where like if you swallow it you're gonna get the data for it? like well yeah i don't know why shit. it's in pill form I, I assume he did that to like smuggle it so that nobody would suspect like right. oh there's something in there i yeah I, I don't know i assume there's like the the um obviously it's not like a, a memory stick but the the equivalent of that in yeah. evangelion universe like just something small that you could plug into like a computer or whatever that would have a ton of data on it which makes sense you're trying to give it to her. doesn't make sense where you're putting it places. <laughs> yeah. I've never understood if there's supposed to be a significance to that scene. Is it supposed to be funny? Or it's not. Or maybe know. he just pulled out a pill and it's supposed to be like her actually be like, hey, don't don't be trying to put anything in me. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, no, I'm just trying to give this to you. But I don't know. Because it's all off camera. So you, who knows what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Imagination could run wild with what's happening in yeah. that scene. Um. I guess technically they don't ever say for sure that it was sexual. I mean, we see a quick image of Misato topless and Kaji topless, but maybe they were like, I don't know, playing, um, what's it in Roger Rabbit when, Patty Cake. Maybe they were playing Patty Patty Cake. cake. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think that's the episode. That's that's literally where the episode ends. Um, So I'm going to apologize for this being like our most shitty discussion of of (laughs) of our podcasts. I don't know what to say about this episode. It's a weird one. I think this happened last time we were in person too. We didn't get a good episode to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I almost thought about having us do another one after this because the next one's 21. But then I I was going to have us do that. But then I remembered it's the one where it's like a director's cut. So we'd have to watch like two versions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're also, we're very busy because Dylan Circus, we're filming a ton of stuff Mm -hmm. uh, outside of this podcast. Um, but yeah, so this wasn't the best one. Um, I guess, sorry. I don't know. Next week's going to be great. I yeah. think. I don't um, think it's necessarily a bad episode. It's just different. And then, no, I, I think the episode's good. I don't think our discussion of lot, the episode was good. It's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's a lot to swallow and really hard to kind of talk about because it's all really abstract. Yeah. And you know, again, it's, it's a lot of like existential stuff. So yeah. it's more stuff for you to think about. Like, right. What do you, what motivates you in life? What, what do you want to do? Like, what things are holding you back? It's not necessarily stuff that we are going to necessarily, I don't even know how to, to right, discuss. Exactly. Um, so I guess we need to get better at that. Cause there's a lot more of that coming up, yeah. but uh, thanks for watching guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a short one, but Hey, next week will be long. Cause uh, it's maybe my favorite episode and we're watching two versions of it uh, for the, for the director's cut. So there's going to be all kinds of stuff. Um, if anybody out there who's, you know, rewatching with us, or whatever. If you've never seen the director's cut version, or if you've never seen the regular version, um, I'd maybe you know rewatch, or I guess for the first time watch the other version of the mm-hmm. episode, because I think you should watch both versions of of all these episodes. There are, there's only a director's cut for these last uh, six episodes, so you should definitely see both versions. And I've only seen one, so I don't know which one it is. So yeah, um, actually, I don't know if I actually have seen the non-director's cut versions. I think I might have only ever seen the director's cut version. I'm not sure so. which one I have, so we'll find out. So I guess we should take our own advice on mm-hmm. that um but uh yeah you know uh comment whatever send us uh i almost said rate comment subscribe is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it really helps us out um but uh no you know if you have any comments uh you feel free to email us all that uh information is in the usual places in the description uh but let us know what you think of this episode and if you have any much more well thought out uh points to make about it than we did uh next week we're going to try to be a little bit more um on point on point yeah and uh Oh, I, you know, I will say real quick, um, this is still kind of, uh, we're working out how this would, would happen, but um, we've had several people ask to be involved in the podcast or help out in some way, and we think that's a really cool idea. You know, we really like uh, interacting with 
with fans of this and like discussing the show and things about the show with other people. So we really like the idea of trying to bring in some other people uh, for this, but we've been trying to figure out how that would work. And I think what we're going to do is instead of just bringing in someone on a single episode, it's easier to just kind of discuss uh, any comments or messages you want to send us and we'll discuss it on the podcast. But in terms of actually having people on to discuss with them, I don't think it would make sense to do that for a single episode. So what I think we're going to look into doing is after the entire show is over, after we've done all of the show and after we've done End of Evangelion, we will have a big special episode where we just discuss the entire show as a whole. Not the rebuilds, uh, just the show and End of Evangelion. And, you know, we might just talk a little bit about some of the parallels between the rebuilds, but we're not going to go too into that. Um, but we, you know, anybody who's interested and would like to be on that special, let us know. We're still working out what method we would use to record that. Uh, maybe like Google Hangouts or Tiny Chat or something. If anybody knows, has experience with managing a big group discussion like that, let us know. Cause we actually aren't totally sure on how to make that work. Um, but if you're at all interested in appearing on that and just, you know, hanging out for the, a special edition of the podcast, mm -hmm. talking about the entire show as a whole, um, let us know. This is still a ways off, uh, but we, I want to go ahead and say this now so that we can start getting people's names in. And I already, you know, Submit if you, your applications. Yeah, exactly. Because we're not going to accept anyone. Um, <laughs> no, we'll probably if you're interested, I'm sure there's a spot for you. Unless there's a limit on those sites. And then, I guess, first come, first serve, or whoever could be scheduled for the time. Um, but I don't think we're going to hit the limit. I, I'm not too worried about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, and, you know, if you've already, if you've already uh, said you'd like to help out, I do have your names written down, but, you know, it doesn't hurt to just remind me um, that you're still interested or, or anything, because some people I haven't talked to in a while, so I don't know if, if you're still interested or still listening or anything. Um, so, again, that's a ways off, but if you want to go ahead and start uh, getting that information in, and we, well, I'm not going to remind people every episode, but there will be a couple more reminders before we record it. We're not just going to only say it this once and then expect you to remember for the next however many weeks it is until we do that, but... Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, next week, uh, brush up or watch your brush up on your knowledge or watch episode twenty one, and we'll see you then. Bye.